This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars. And we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and just learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun and we We have a super multicultural community and we kind of think that you might too. So why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions. So make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, so let's jump into the show. Bye. Hey, guys, welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. This is Alex. I'm Elizabeth. So I'm really excited for today. We have another episode of Beauty School. We're going to continue and start to chat about skin conditions. Today's episode is all about one skin condition in particular, which is acne. And it's an important one because as I'm sure a lot of you have experienced, acne is not just for teenagers anymore. Mm -mm, No. And it's something that sucks even more when you're an adult dealing with it. So it's really important and important to just know why you're getting it, how to prevent it, how to treat it, and just how to look at the body as a whole when you're treating acne. Yeah. And it's something that we get a lot here at True Beauty Brooklyn because, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot of different factors, but we have a lot of women coming in with adult acne and everybody thinks that they're the only one. So it's something that's really frustrating to deal with. It's even more difficult and frustrating, I think, to treat. And we wanted to start with this one, as Alex was saying, because everybody at some point in their life is going to deal with acne, unless you are some lucky freak Mm -hmm. who like never, (laughs) never gets a pimple, (laughs) never gets a pimple. A unicorn. I shouldn't call you a freak, girl. Yeah, you're a you're unicorn. unicorn. You're gorgeous. We all wish that we were you. Yeah. So for the rest of us, <laughs> <laughs> you've probably dealt with acne and maybe you're dealing with it now. As we're going to talk about, unfortunately, as women, because our hormones are constantly fluctuating throughout life, we're probably always going to be dealing with it at one point or another. It's the truth. Elizabeth and I have both dealt with acne as adults. In fact, I didn't deal with it at all in my teenage years. Me neither. <laughs> Maybe like a pimple or two. That's it. I hit 20 years old and it was bad. Yeah, the same, but mid-20s, like 25. Mm. And I had no idea what was going on or why. And I mean, the blessing is that it's one of the reasons that I started, became an esthetician, but it was frustrating to me also that I couldn't get a straight answer from mm-hmm. so-called skincare professionals. And we just don't want you to have to go through that on your own. So we're going to try and answer some pretty common questions and causes and treatments so that you can have a little bit of an understanding. And it's coming from two professionals who have different skin types, were different ethnicities. So we can talk to you about this from two different points of view um, and just give you like a really well-rounded little education, little podcast education. Yeah, I'm so excited. Let's jump in. The last beauty school, we were talking about the different skin conditions. So just to recap, 
The different skin conditions are aging, hyperpigmentation, acneic or breakout prone, and clinically sensitive. And so the difference between skin conditions and your skin type is that your skin type is never gonna change. Your skin type can be either combination, oily or dry, but the conditions of your skin are going to change throughout your life. And like I said, we're going to start with acneic skin. That is the term for skin that experiences acne. And because this is actually something that Elizabeth and I have dealt with, like I said, we see so much adult acne. A lot of girls come to us, and I would just say, one, because we specialize in melanin-rich skin, but also because we are considered a holistic skincare practice. And when I say holistic, I mean that we take the entire whole of you into consideration when we discuss treatments. So we take into consideration your lifestyle, such as what you eat, any dietary restrictions, if you only want to use natural or cruelty-free products, we inquire about what skincare treatments you've done in the past, what you do for work and where you live. We take into consideration all of these traits so that we can form a holistic view. That means looking at the person as a whole system to determine what's going on with your skin. And because of that, we tend to lean more towards natural products. But when I say natural products, I mean natural maybe isn't the right word. We lean more towards clean products. And so we can get into this in another episode, but I just want to say that there is a huge difference between natural synthesized organic and greenwash products not all of them are good not all of them are bad there's different ranges of great things and bad things within each of them so this is what i normally say to people is that products once you get into things especially with acne and as we were saying before you're dealing really with your hormones especially as an adult when you're dealing with acne definitely you know it's very difficult to treat hormones with natural products alone since your skin is a very intelligent organ whose job is to keep you safe. So you're really fighting against a lot. Yes, totally. And as to what Alex was saying, one of the reasons that we're always like running behind in treatment is because we spend so much time just getting to know our clients and really doing a deep dive into their lifestyle because there's so much more that goes into just like treating you as a whole besides just like, okay, use this product, okay, use that product. Because you're individual, your wants and needs are individualistic, of course, but then your body needs different things also. So all of these things really, especially with acne 100%, you really need to get a total view of everything that's going on to, to really treat it well. Because, like we were just saying, your body is a super intelligent organism, just like you. <laughs> and so sometimes when we're treating conditions, we need to use really strong and really smart synthesized ingredients to match your super smart body. And so I joke that I used to be on the commune, which isn't even my joke. One of my clients sort of like <laughs> made that joke once and I loved it. Because when I first got into this industry, because when I started using all natural products, I really saw changes. I was 100% like, I'm never putting anything synthesized on my skin again, ever. Everything is crap, da 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 And then I learned from a really incredible woman who is, you know, an herbalist and a massage therapist and an acupuncturist and a Chinese medicine woman. And she just knows so much about, like, true, holistic everything. And even she was like, look, sometimes, like, you don't want just roots and berries. Like, sometimes you need something stronger yeah. because you're going up against you know, science. But even though you get stronger things, we can still do it super cleanly. And that's one of the big differentiators between Alex and I, for sure, is like we're not, uh, I mean, I'm totally a vitamin pusher. <laughs> because that shit pusher and I appreciate it. <laughs> but we're not total just like never use anything that was made in the lab, like completely the contrary. Like we want you to use what's going to work best for your skin so that we can get the best results, right? So I think that an important decision to make for yourself, you, our listener out there, is where on the skincare spectrum do you want to be? So, you know, like we're talking about, some clients lead a super healthy, natural, organic lifestyle, and because they don't ingest anything that isn't from the ground and that isn't organic, they choose to do the same thing with their skin. And other people just don't want their skincare products to kill them. Fair. <laughs> Which is totally fair. fair. And to those ladies, like, honestly, that's a lot of fun because then we can really start to play with, like, the cellular structure and, like, play with chemical peels and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But I digress. Whatever it is that you want, we're totally going to respect and we're going to work within that spectrum. So synthesized products are often actually naturally derived, which I think is something that people don't understand and don't know. And so really what that means is that the compounds that give plants their healing and medicinal properties are often actually synthesized in labs to create chemical compounds that are then used in formulations. 
So that's a little bit of a mouthful and it's a little bit confusing probably for the layperson, but I love to use this example of the ingredient allotonin. Allotonin is a chemical compound that's often found in a lot of pain relieving creams and rubs and in reality, allotonin is actually the chemical property that gives the herb comfrey leaf its medicinal properties. And it's what makes it anti-inflammatory and a pain reliever and anti-bruising and all of those awesome things. But if you were to look on you know, anything that you would get from Dwayne Reed and you were gonna look on the back of the packaging and you see the word allotonin, you probably think like, oh my God, well this is an unnatural product, this is a chemical, I don't wanna have anything to do with it. And it is true that it is a chemical, but what we're trying to educate you guys is that there's a difference between synthesized ingredients, all natural ingredients, organic ingredients, and like we were saying before, greenwashed ingredients. Yes, so important to state because I know that natural products have really gotten popular Mm -hmm. and I've seen so many clients who are just using all natural, I mean, sometimes just like making their own stuff kind of, Mm -hmm. treating this insane cystic acne that they'll have and it's just not usually the answer. So it's important to understand. Yes. Really important. So we have a few different kinds of acne. Or the way that they present themselves. Or the way that they present themselves. Right? Yes. The way that they present themselves to the world. Yes. Number one, and this is a big one, is hormonal acne. And this is going to be in the hormonal zone, such as in your chin, around your neck, just like on that lower part of your face. This can really be anywhere, but generally speaking, that's where you're going to find it. Hormonal acne tends to be accompanied by an overproduction of (laughs) sebum. (laughs) My note said semen. (laughs) Hilariously, when you're talking about scientific and like skincare related things and we're typing it up on Google Notes or Google Doc, anything, they have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. They don't know about like, sebum. That's why we have to teach you guys. <laughs> Dirty fucking minds. All there. They're just like, you must be talking about semen. Obviously. <laughs> clearly. An overproduction of semen. Also, we've gone over these notes. Face. And we know that it says semen when we've not changed it. No. Because <laughs> an overproduction of semen all over your face when you're a teenager is kind of hilarious. Don't do that if you're a teenager. <laughs> None of that. Never. Okay. So... Interestingly enough, I often see an overproduction of sebum in pregnant women <laughs> struggling to control hormonal acne. And semen in pregnant women. <laughs> or pregnant women, on the other hand, they've got a double whammy. They have semen and sebum. <laughs> Which makes sense because your hormones are all over the fucking place when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Hormonal acne can come in and out of your life at any stage when your hormones are fluctuating. So again, it can be during pregnancy when you're going on or off birth control, menopause. So lucky for us, as ladies especially, we get to deal with hormonal acne kind of through every stage of life. Dude, imagine hitting menopause and still get like dealing with deep wrinkles and like just breakouts still. No. It might happen. It's not going to be me. It might be me, girl. It's not going to be you (laughs) and it's not going to be me. The next presentation of acne is called Acne Cosmetica. And so this... Sure, you've seen it at least once in your life. This is acne that's triggered by common, comedogenic, or irritating ingredients in everyday products. Certain makeup, laundry detergents, or hair care products. These can all clog your pores and lead to breakouts. And sometimes it's just as easy as regularly changing your pillowcases and cleaning your makeup brushes to help with this. I've had clients tell me that they couldn't remember the last time they changed their pillowcase. Gross. That's fucking gross. You got to change that shit. At least once a week, you got to change it. Yeah. Or what about when you clean your makeup brushes? Maybe this is different for you. I'm a brown person, but like the brown just does not stop coming off after like several rinses. (laughs) No, it's bad. And I I don't, I admittedly, I don't clean my brushes enough. It's really gross. It's it's so satisfying when you clean it. Yes. Yeah. It's like popping a pimple that never ends. (laughs) That never ends. (laughs) Just never ends because I don't wash them often enough. So the third presentation of acne is called inflammatory acne. Usually presents itself as red, inflamed. It might be uncomfortable. Asphyxiated acne. Asphyxiated. Is another one. And it's characterized by a rough surface texture. Beneath this texture, or rather what's creating this texture, is a buildup of dead skin due to reduced cellular turnover. Along with oil, dirt, and debris that's trapped underneath the dead skin. Asphyxiated acne is common to more dry environments, but it can also be found on dry skin types with acneic conditions. And then the last common presentation we see is systemic acne. Systemic acne can be kind of grouped together with hormonal acne, but it's really going to be more so about what's going on with your entire system. So not just your hormones. This is what we were talking about when we were saying that we're a holistic practice. We're going to talk about everything that you're eating. Little sidebar. 
Oftentimes, I will advise acneic clients to give up dairy and see how it improves their skin. Eight out of ten times, eliminating dairy and dairy products almost immediately shows improvement in their skin. Interestingly, it isn't the actual dairy products themselves that can contribute to acne. It's just, you know, in this disgusting country of ours, we put so many hormones into our dairy cows to keep them lactating and to keep them from getting sick because of overcrowding and things like that. It's actually those hormones that we are putting in the cows that we then put in our bodies because we're ingesting that stuff. That is what can cause hormonal acne. I know it's so fucking crazy and really nasty, but we need to be upfront with you and let you know the truth. Totally. So systemic acne can also be brought on by disease, illness, medication, or other diet-related issues. This acne actually can show up in other places of the body besides your face. And something also that's very important for me to say here, and I never want to scare anybody, but it's our job to educate you. Make sure that you are an informed consumer and you can take care of yourself the best way possible. I just want Elizabeth to tell the story about a client that she had. It's important. I really don't want to scare you. This is likely not you, but it's just a note that you need to be in tune with your body. A hundred percent. And you know what? Again, we're in a health crisis right now. And so especially these are really important things to speak about, especially because, you know, women more often than not aren't believed by doctors when they say something's wrong with them, especially women of color. If you're not like a rich white lady, you're probably in trouble going to your doctor. They might just look over you. So you need to be your own advocate. And that's why we're bringing this up. Because I had a client who was, uh, when she first started coming to me she had really like stage four terrible cystic acne and was kind of like not okay with it but I could tell that she wasn't freaking out that much that she it kind of just like settled she had settled into this being what she's dealing with for the time being and so long story short is as we got to know one another she shared with me that she had been sick she had ovarian cancer and was getting over it. And this was a young woman. She was, um, I think at the time in her 20s, maybe late 20s. And the reason that she realized that she was sick was because of the acne, because she'd never had bad skin before. Like, it was bad, but it was never, like, yeah. you know, as terrible as it was when I had seen her. And um, she went to the doctor. They couldn't find anything. And then finally she ended up going to, like, a naturopath who looked at everything. And she discovered that she had ovarian cancer. And your body is so smart. That's one of the jobs of your skin. One of the jobs of your skin is to regulate, regulate temperature, but just regulate your body and just tell you when things are going wrong. Like that's why you get hives, like when you're allergic to something. That's why this woman was getting terrible cystic acne because her body was sick and had no other way of telling her that besides this way. And thank God for it because finding out that you're sick is what keeps you alive. Once you know you're sick, you can start to yeah. heal yourself, right? And then at the end, I was kind of understood like why she was okay with her skin because to her she was just like look this saved me seeing like yeah. all this acne is what saved my life so like here we are girl I'm still standing here like let's figure out how to move on you know like now yeah, let's figure out how to treat deal. it but it wasn't like she there wasn't any like sadness which was just so striking it was almost like graciousness like being grateful right, right? Like, okay this is happening for a reason and exactly. now I know exactly that's one of the reasons that it's just Skin is so, so incredible. And that's why Elizabeth and I nerd out on it. <laughs> so awesome. And, you know, we both just really love to serve women and just be in this industry because skincare is so much more than just vanity. You know, we joke about that your narcissism is going to keep you here learning, and that's just to keep you here learning. But the truth is that your skin <laughs> is such a reflection of what's going on inside your body, and we want you to be safe and healthy and happy and look good. Yes. So I know that was a lot, but we are going to get to more fun shit. Yeah, that was actually way faster than the first couple times Alex and I sat down yeah. to record this. We were trying to shove you, like, give you guys as much information as possible. And then at the end of the day, we realized like they don't care about all of this. They want to know how do we fix it, which yes. is what we're going to tell you next. Yeah. So I'm really super excited because we spoke about this before. We've got two different types of skin. I have dry problematic skin. It's on the more sensitive side. Alex has combination skin that's also dehydrated. So we're going to come at you guys from every angle. We're going to show you how to solve this problem using the methods that we know best. And something's really exciting because the number one thing that all of us are going to have in common that's going to help to treat this is my favorite, exfoliation. Exfoliation. It always comes back to exfoliation. My favorite. Right? So guys, after the break, we're going to talk about all of your different skin types. And we're going to talk about how we can control all of your different skin types by controlled exfoliation and increasing cellular turnover. Be right back. BRB. 
episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, so we are going to be talking to you guys next about the different types of exfoliation. So there are really three different types of exfoliation, and I want to bring this up. I was just saying to Alex because, um, well, first let me just say I love all you girls, and we love our skincare nerds, and we love our the girls that love beauty products, beauty junkies, and everything. But sometimes y'all try to come at me, talking to me like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> we know what we're talking. We know about. what we're talking about. So sometimes I'll ask somebody, you know, what their skincare routine is, and they'll go down the list, and I'll say, well, you know, what type of exfoliating are you doing? And they'll look at me like, bitch, I just told you I'm using lactic acid. And I understand that, but as I'm going to get into right now, there are three different types of exfoliation, and your skin really needs all three. It doesn't need all three. It needs two. I would say to look its best, it needs all three. So we need to be doing mechanical exfoliation, which is any type of, like just any type of scrub, anything that you actually have to physically move over your skin in order for it to work is considered manual exfoliation. There's also enzymatic exfoliation. And enzymatic exfoliation is from fruit enzymes. Some enzymes are found naturally in the body. But these enzymes are really cool because they actually eat away the dead surface level skin. Um, and they can actually help to brighten your skin, all of that fun stuff. And they're generally going to be super gentle. Some enzymes, you know, they will mess you up. But for the most part, they're pretty gentle yeah. um, type of chemical exfoliation. And we say chemical exfoliation because chemical exfoliation really relates to any type of exfoliation in which it works on its own, as opposed to mechanical exfoliation that only works if you move it over your skin. Chemical exfoliation is anything that just that works on its own, such as enzymatic, which we just said, or alpha hydroxy acids, which are also considered cellular rejuvenation. Yeah. So essentially the reason that you need all three is because the alpha hydroxy or beta hydroxy acids that you're going to use are going to actually help to speed up the cellular rejuvenation system of your skin cells, which we went over last week. It's going to help to speed up the 28-day process. And then once it reaches the surface of your skin, the rate at which your skin desquamates, so the rate at which your skin naturally gets rid of that dead skin doesn't increase, even though you're increasing it cellularly. And so that's when the enzymatic exfoliants will come in. But even more so, I think you definitely need some sort of scrub to really get lift and get rid of the dead skin that's now risen its way to the top. Yes. And the scrub doesn't have to be rough. You know, it doesn't have to be like sugar or coffee or anything. I personally love extra fine pumice and you barely even feel it. But you just want to buff that lightly away to get rid of what you can physically actually see. So those are the three different types of exfoliating. And we are going to sort of break those down just a little bit more. The only thing we're probably, we're really not going to get into that much is mechanical exfoliation because I think that that's pretty pretty much a given, right? Yeah. What you guys are here for is the goods. You're here for the stuff that you can't just, Real like, you know, learn yeah. on Google. So let's jump into vitamin A. Vitamin A is one of my favorite ingredients. Everybody's skin needs it. Everybody's skin can tolerate it. It's just a matter of being recommended the proper product for your skin. If your skin is truly sensitive, there are lots of vitamin A products that are going to irritate the shit out of you. So there's you, lots of great ones too though. Yes, there are great ones, especially ones that have like the lowest level of vitamin A, which is beta carotene. Pretty much anyone's skin can tolerate that. Um, you won't find it in many products. This is a real deal ingredient and in its best forms, you will not find this just anywhere. 
for sure. How does vitamin A usually show itself up in ingredients? Oh, so th I mean, there's so many. You'll see it as retinol. You'll see it as retinol palmitate. You'll see it as retinoic acid. Have you ever seen it just say vitamin A on a product, like in the ingredients? I, I don't. I have. I have for sure natural products, and especially do you remember we were watching that those videos the other day, and Josie Moran yeah. kind of made up her, her own term, but it's essentially it's vitamin A. Beta retinoid. Beta retinoid. Yeah, she literally yes, made that up. Made that up. Don't yeah. know if I respect it or if I'm like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided. <laughs> but the reason that vitamin A is so great and why it's great for every skin and every skin condition is that it normalizes sebaceous gland activity, which will make the skin more balanced. But it also just helps to normalize and regulate the skin cells as a whole. So it really nudges the skin towards its most healthy state. And like I said, the best thing about it is that all skin types can tolerate it. And it's also the only molecule that has been proven to prevent the progression of blackheads to inflammatory lesions, pimples basically. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think that's amazing. You know, and this is scientifically proven. I didn't pull this out of my ass. Yes. Doctors have worked on this. I well, mean, let's tell them why. Can I tell them my shoe story? Yes. My shoe yes. analogy, I should say. Shoe analogy is fantastic. So, okay, this isn't my analogy. One of my fantastic teachers when I was in aesthetic school, shout out to Miss Kira. Hey, Miss Kira. Hey, girl. She had this great analogy, and I think that it's just so perfect to understand why vitamin A is so great, why it normalizes everybody's skin, but it answers, I think, a lot of questions regarding antioxidants and free radicals. Yes, especially when it comes to aging. Do you want to hear this? Yes. So essentially, our skin cells, just by living and breathing, especially if you live in a city, if you smoke, if you drink, whatever, just by living, we're naturally damaging skin cells, right? And so what a free radical is, is a damaged skin cell. And the reason that it's damaged is because it's missing one of its molecules. And so essentially when you have a free radicalized cell, a free radical cell won't rest until it finds its missing atom. So what that means is, and this is Miss Kira being so cute, is that essentially like if I was to walk in and I lost a shoe and I was a free radical, I would try to grab everybody's shoe trying to look for my match. And so then as I come to Alex, now Alex only has one shoe, so now she's a free radical. And then, you know, we go and get our neighbor's shoe trying to match both of our shoes, and now they're free radicals. So essentially free radicals will proliferate. And what antioxidants does is it comes and gives everybody a shoe. So then you get a Stewie Wiseman, and you get a Christian Louboutin, and you get a Prada, and then we're so all... It's <laughs> so, so true. Isn't it so cute? And so that's what normalizes it, is it's, it's giving right. the missing atoms. And that is what vitamin A and that, will do to your skin. It's amazing. Yes, guys. So that's what antioxidants are. Antioxidants are your designer shoe <laughs> coming to replace your yes. missing shoe. And that's what vitamin A is. It's vitamin A among other ingredients also. That's what Alex means when she says it normalizes yeah. every single skin type because just by default, by being living, breathing humans, we're walking around, bucking up all our skin cells, mm -hmm. radicalizing them. Yeah, so my approach to treating acne and treating most skin, all skin really, is starting the client on vitamin A. And then from there, you really target specific things like mm -hmm. acne or whatever your skin condition is but the vitamin a you'll see a difference just from that honestly we're saying vitamin a for you guys but normally vitamin a generally is going to be called a retinoid or a retinol yes. right and so as soon as they say retinol which honestly a good retinol a professional or medical uh, medical is going too far because that goes into prescription strength territory yeah a professional retinol will give you overnight results and this is mm -hmm. one of the few products that I will say literally the next day you see improvements in your skin. But people always think that I'm saying Retin-A. Retin-A yeah. is the prescribed and very, very, very strong version of a retinoid. Yes. Not all retinols, not all retinoids are Retin-A. Retin-A is a brand. It's a prescribed brand. And yes, I get it's not the same skin friendly form. No, no, not at a all. A vitamin A that we're talking about. No, not at all. So don't be afraid. A lot of people are really nervous because they use or they've heard, you know, people using Retin-A and, and that's really irritating and all this stuff. And that could be true, but you just need to find the right one. And that's what Alex and I are talking about. And that's mm -hmm. also the reason that we love Environ and PCA because they're both uh, lines that love vitamin A, that really stress antioxidants. They know what's up. They know what's up, but they make <laughs> it for every skin type, for mm -hmm. sensitive skin. And both of them in their own way work you through 
different step systems so that your skin gets used to it and so that it's healthy and beautiful and you're not irritated. Yeah, there's no peeling, none of that shit, yes. like Retin-A. Totally. Um, but that's why vitamin A is great. And it goes really well with what we're going to talk about next, which are those different acids that you can use to exfoliate. Yeah. They really go hand in hand. Vitamin A will help increase your skin cell turnover a bit, but I wouldn't really rely on it as your main form of exfoliation. Yeah, for sure. So that's important to note, but that's dependent on your skin. So Totally. So since we promised you guys we would give you the natural and the synthetic, some ways that you can find natural versions of vitamin A. Rosehip seed oil is mm -hmm. really high in vitamin A. Carrot seed oil is really high in vitamin A, and that's beta carotene, of course. Yeah. Um, so those are two different essential oils. Well, rosehip seed oil is actually just a regular vegetable-based oil, but a carrot seed oil is an essential oil. They're going to be pricey. I, that I can't promise overnight results, but yeah. if you really want to just concentrate on using completely all-natural ingredients, those are two great places to start for sure. Yeah. And, okay, so that's vitamin A. Alpha hydroxy acids. Mm. These guys are fun and these guys are everywhere these days, which I think is a great thing. Yes. But I also think that they're misunderstood, our little misunderstood friends. They definitely are. I also think just the word acid sounds scary to people. Totally. It definitely, I remember before I did my first ever, first ever peel I did in my skin was a lactic acid peel and I was so scared, like it's an acid. Then I learned how gentle lactic acid is totally. and how I mean, lactic acid is naturally occurring in your body, right? So yes. your body recognizes it. That's right. how I think of it and why most skin will tolerate it. Yes. It's something wait, that your skin recognizes. Yes. So let's rewind yes. and tell them overall what else. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry. <laughs> These are the things that give me boners. I know, guys. We get very excited. So we're just going to rewind really quick and tell you exactly what an alpha-hydroxy acid is. So you can also see these stated as AHAs. And alpha-hydroxy acids are a group of water-soluble carboxylic acids, that's a fucking mouthful, so don't even worry about that. But they really work to um, release the desimones that hold the skin cells together. Right, kind of breaks apart that glue exactly. that's holding all your dead skin together so that that dead skin can go away. Exactly, so that once we come in then next with mechanical exfoliation, all of that is already loosened up um, and it's really nice. So the thing with alpha hydroxy acids is one, that they are going to help to increase cellular turnover, but then it's thought that these can actually help to produce collagen and elastin, yeah. which not a lot of things can produce, naturally nope. produce collagen and elastin. Drinking that shit definitely won't do it. Sorry mm -hmm. if you're doing that at home, guys, but it doesn't. Yeah. So that's really exciting. And there are five different types of alpha hydroxy acids, AHAs. So, and the cool thing about these also is that this is like such a perfect way to show how you can have chemical compounds that come from naturally derived sources. Yes. So the five different types of alpha hydroxy acids are glycolic, malic, tartaric, mandelic, citric, and lactic. And guess what? All them bitches come from nature. Glycolic acid, sugar, malic acid, apples, tartaric, grapes, mandelic, almonds, citric, duh, lactic, <laughs> milk, like, it's so cool because it's right there. It just shows it's all you. There. And even when you think about through history, like, who knows if it's true, but Cleopatra would take yeah. like milk baths, Bait right? Yeah, milk. Because that bitch knew. Well, she didn't know, but she, she knew, knew something in here. Yeah, was she boring. was just like, this feels nice. Right? <laughs> God. Imagine bathing in milk. I can't even handle people drinking it with their dinner. Dude, imagine how many cow, like how much milk it would take to fill up a tub in, Seriously. Like, in Egyptian times. And what that would smell like? Well, that's probably why it was fermented. Because that shit oh, would like sit yeah. out, ferment, yeah. which is what lactic acid is, fermented. Oh God, imagine rubbing fermented milk on your vagina. Oh my in a God. Would it smell worse or better? <laughs> In Egyptian times, I mean, not these days. I think in Egyptian <laughs> times, everyone had a smelly vagina, maybe, well, that's what right? I mean. yeah. yeah, so it's like... And so the milk it. was just like, it was like cool to have a smelly vagina. So they were like, let's rub fermented milk on it and make soak. it smell more. Soak it. Soak it. Yeah, as though she's just standing there <laughs> rubbing her vagina with milk. Why is this even what I'm thinking of? But so it's a concern of mine. I'll have I to do it. more research on that. Well, lactic acid is great for vaginal though. But they, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's oh. great for lifting hyperpigmentation. Like if you're yeah. used to, if you get ingrown hairs and you look at your vagine and it's all spotty, I'm laughing because mine kind of looks like that. Bathe sometimes. in milk. <laughs> Go bathe in milk, baby. Or get a nice Sensi peel, a nice yeah. lactic acid Ooh, Sensi peel. Sensi peel in my vag would be. 
Did that my feet? All right, we're getting crazy. Yeah. So Let's I was just track. like, I felt like I was stoned. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like specifically glycolic, you guys have definitely heard, everybody is kind of pushing glycolic right now. And the reason that I bring that up is because it is the largest of the alpha hydroxy molecules, which means that it hits your skin the hardest, which means that it's harder to control. Mm -hmm. And it's not great for all skin types at all. A lot of people have sensitivity to it. A lot of people have sensitivity to it. If you have a darker skin type, you can hypopigment if somebody mm -hmm. doesn't know what they're doing. And hypopigment means that they killed your melanosomes. Like that color yeah, is not done. coming back because they fucked up. So you don't want that to happen. But really more so like the irritation, you know, it, it hits yeah. really strong, which is why people love it because the first time you do it, you wake up and, you know, you see a difference, but do that a couple times in a row and now it's red and raw and irritating. Yeah, yeah. that's where lactic acid comes in. I know, lactic is great for all skin, everybody's yeah. skin, lactic acid loves. It's so great, it's softening hydrating. Yes, it um, hydrates your skin. It's the best. Yes. That's also why a lot of aging skin, I find, yes. loves it too because mm -hmm. you're dealing with the dryness. But how many people, especially people dealing with hormonal acne when they're not just getting acne from overactive oil glands, know sometimes their skin is dry. Yes. That is perfect for lactic acid. Totally. So we're big fans of lactic acid here. I yeah. also love Mendelic because Mendelic is even more gentle than lactic. Mandelic 100% yeah. is the most gentle of all lactic yeah, acid. That's a good starter acid. 100%. So if we were going to recommend any of these for you guys to use, I think that we could probably agree Mandelic and lactic are the two for sure that we yeah. love. And I feel like a lot of products have both of them together. Totally. Glycolic, I'm personally not going to recommend glycolic. I'm a woman of color. I've just, and I have really sensitive skin. So like, I'm not even going to pretend to fucks with that but I'll let Alex talk to the, the lighter Fitz Patties of you. Fitz Patties? Patties. I used to actually be obsessed with glycolic until I got into lactic. So it's kind of hard for me. I'm a little biased. I don't think that it's bad. I just think that, and if your skin can tolerate it, great. And if your skin likes it, I have a couple clients who used to use an, um, a Drunk Elephant product. The, um, what is it called? P50. Yes. P50. Oh, just P-Funk. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of clients have irritation with that. So I mm -hmm. feel, bottom line is we love Environ and PCA. I know we've said this a million times, but there's a reason they don't use glycolic. Totally, yeah. You know, they haven't personally told me what the reason is, but I can guess that it's just they don't feel like it's an efficient way to treat the skin. Tot not, not everybody's skin, mm -hmm. anyway. There's, no. You know, it's very limited, the, the people yeah. who can... But if your skin likes it and you've been using it, I don't see anything for wrong it. with exactly. it. But if you're going to ask my opinion on something else, I would probably recommend something else. Totally. There's just other choices. And why would why not use lactic where you'll also get that hydrating totally. properties? So. And I think that oftentimes, you know, especially in America, we're very much like we want everything yesterday, especially yeah. with skincare, especially with acne. Like Low and slow is the way to go. I know. It's unfortunate. Fortunate because it, and it's because it's an organ, right? And so you don't want to damage anything. Like you yes. don't want to peel too fast. You don't want to be aggressive. You want to be mm. progressive. Yeah, yeah. Slow and steady wins. Progressive, the race. not aggressive. You want to be the tortoise. And then Malik. I guess we didn't talk too much about. But, I forgot um, about that bitch. I told you before. I forgot about him. Well, <laughs> guy. But I feel like he's another acid that you'll see mixed into products. Like yes. he, it, I've never seen a product that's just like fifty percent malic acid or totally. something. No. Yeah. Um, but that's another gentle one. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you're looking at a product and you see any of these ingredients, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> so the only BHA that's really used in skincare is salicylic acid. But salicylic acid is one of those acids that, uh, again, I have really sensitive, really problematic skin. So I would use just like clean and clear salicylic acid and it would always be really irritating. And like the whole area around the pimple would be red. And so for a yeah. long time, I was just like, okay, so here's another thing that I'm allergic to until I went to aesthetic school and learned about just like really good filler ingredients, right? Like it's not enough to just have salicylic acid. Like what is, what's salicylic acid working with to you know, take away some of the harsher properties that it's going to leave your skin with, right? So like just finding a way to balance everything. So yeah. I think a, and a lot of people will be like, oh, salicylic, like I don't want to use that. It's just about finding the right product because technically salicylic acid, especially in its natural form of willow bark mm -hmm. extract, or even just when it is salicylic acid, it, it actually can help decrease redness and swelling. Yes. But it depends what it's what else is in it. There's so many things that go into it. It is stronger. 
definitely goes deeper into the skin than lactic acid. Well, here's the thing too, is when you're treating acne, and this is something that a lot of people don't say, and I'm just not realizing it, because people will, you know, when we're doing our consultations and we're going over and asking what you use for your skin, and they're going down the list, and I hear nothing that's, they're complaining about breakouts, but not using a single product that has any acne-fighting yeah. ingredients. Yeah. And fair I think enough, people are scared, I think. Well, you I think know. it's also just like you don't know, you just know that your skin's bad and you don't realize what it is that you don't like. Totally. And I guess it is what you said probably. You just think like, well, I don't want salicylic because I've used it before and I didn't like the results, so let me just use yeah. anything else besides it. And we bring it up because to fight acne, you must, must, in my opinion, and some ask somebody else, maybe, but I think that they're going to agree, you must use either or both salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide. Yeah, especially if you have intense acne, like yeah, any type, you I kind of need it. Yeah, and if, forget it. If you have a lot of oil and yes. oil production and acne, that yes. salicylic will cut right through it because it's oil soluble. Exactly. Well, and that's what it is. And so salicylic helps to actually break into the follicle, break down all of that impaction, and that's what the acid is doing. Is it's actually like eating all of the excess um, dead skin that's there. It's helping to actually eat like all of the dirt and all the yeah. oil and everything. But this is also why it's so important to get and why we started doing these skincare consultations, these virtual consultations, because it's very important. I mean, we're going over so many different ingredients, but based on what your skin type is, along yes. with the fact that you have acne, yes. that's what's going to determine what products your skin can tolerate and what products your skin needs. Totally. You know, like, it's so important to consult with a professional. Right. And I understand that not everyone can afford a facial. I've always understood that, which is why anytime someone's like messaging me on Instagram or something, I have no problem giving free advice. Right. You yes, know, totally. It's not the same as me seeing your skin, of course, but in the virtual consults, we really do our best to break it down for you and yeah, I mean, you, you just you need these ingredients. You're you not going to see a difference. Yeah, totally. And especially because, you know, we just, we went over sort of the ways that acne shows itself. And we talked about like acne cosmetica and, and um, impact to pores and all these things. And yeah, okay, so those are the things. But like what's actually going to break that down? What's actually going to like, get into the follicle? And also, we didn't even talk about our homegirl. She's not our homegirl. She a bitch. <laughs> P acne bacteria, which is the other P cause. acne. P acne. That core. That's not a nice word. But a lot of acne, like especially like really deep, angry, inflamed acne, that oftentimes is caused not just by dirt and oil, but also from a bacteria, that bitch, P. acne bacteria. And that's, you need something that's going to kill that. And that's where benzoyl peroxide comes in. I'm not a huge fan of benzoyl peroxide. It's really strong. Yeah. But it's when you get to that point that it's like this is the only, not the only thing, but... The thing that's really going to impact, we know it's going to just like actually kill that bacteria. And we know it's going to kill the bacteria because benzoyl peroxide works to remove the oxygen that's in the area that bacteria needs to breathe, which is also why it can make your skin really irritated. You know, so these are all these things, girls, that we're like, yeah, <laughs> you need to speak to a professional because like we know that it's bacterial, it's dirt, oil, and makeup. It could also be dead skin. Mm -hmm. And... Also hormonal. Like, look at all yeah. of those things. It can be multiple things together. It can be all of them at lot, the same time. I hope that this broke it down a bit as far as what you want to see in a product. Totally. Or at least the different ingredients. You can now yes. say, like, okay, I have acne. I need to get... Right. I have acne and my skin is also dry. Exactly. Let me look for lactic acid. Yes. You yes. Know? That's what you can do. I hope that that's what you're taking from this. Yes. Um, and maybe... I know we also talk a I fuck know. ton can talk <laughs> but maybe we should make a little cheat sheet with just Absolutely. like some basic definitions and just like go through the alpha hydroxy acids and we'll go through the we'll go through retinoids um really quickly and just give you guys like basic definitions so yeah you can start to sort of like put all of these things together like our goal is really to give you sort of building blocks so that like as these podcasts continue on hopefully forever like you can start to like string together all of these different ideas to create your own skincare routine or create your own, yeah, life, yes. skincare life journey. Totally. Right. And I think it's also worth it to say that if you don't have the cash to like buy a whole new regimen, fair enough. Just slowly add in. Honestly. I think, you know, if you can get a good acid into your routine and some vitamin A, use, you know, a basic cleanser that you've been using if, if that's what you need to do but like i would even reverse it i would just, say yeah, get an get, acid that's in a cleanser exactly get a lactic acid cleanser yeah. because cleansers you know a 30 dollar cleanser isn't cheap but on the high-end skincare scale 
it's yeah. not expensive. And so, like, so it, true. It's right? Not. And the cleanser. PCA she's talking about, by the way, the facial wash. Totally. But Literally just like, called the facial wash. I think that most, I think like $30, $40 is like average for a good cleanser. I think yeah. any more than that is going to be on the more expensive side. Yeah, but just be a little stingy. Don't be using a quarter exactly. size amount each time. Use a little less. And when you <laughs> use good products, you don't need to use so, they're so, so much. They're concentrated. That, yes. I always right? tell people that. Yes. So I guess what we're saying is don't feel like you need to throw everything out and go and get a $400 skincare whole everything. If you can do that, that's cool. Come and spend your money with us. We'll help you pick out everything. <laughs> but if you can't, girls, life is, in this economy, please, I understand, we understand. <laughs> start slow and build up, right? Like, yes. it's like a wardrobe. Like, I didn't start buying, I still don't buy anything new, please. Nope. I get, <laughs> I will nope. like, figure things out one season at a time, one outfit at a time, one piece at a time, and like, you know, slowly just build from there. Yes. Yeah. I hope that was helpful. Do we have anything else to say on that well, note? I do want them to write in with any questions. Yes. Because I'm girls. sure there will be a lot of questions. Please send us some questions. Yeah. Tribute Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to answer. Email them. us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, especially, I would love to keep it on the topic of acne if possible because we're yeah. going to go through the other skin conditions. But I think that would be cool. And I'm sure any question you have is a question other people also have. So totally. 100%. No stupid questions. No stupid questions for sure. And um, you know where to find us on Instagram. True Beauty Broken Podcast. Yes, you can send us a DM also. Yes. So I didn't know them, but I'm older now. Didn't know them. But I'm older now. So, but I still do dumb shit. But anyway. We just sang and longingly. We really <laughs> looked each other in the eyes. <laughs> do it. Creepazoids. We're not around other people these days, so, you know. So, I moved to Brooklyn from Long Island when I was 19. I was a little naive little shit. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was at Hunter College one day because I went. I did not. I did go to community college for a bit. I didn't attend a four-year school. I would go sometimes oh, to meet no, my... Oh, the tickle. The tickle oh, story. Oh, you know, that was in a community <laughs> college. Yeah, I think that's just what happens in community college parking lots. You know, it doesn't happen at four-year schools. I'm just kidding. But um, I would go... He went to Hunter College, and I would go meet him sometimes. And I like, thought it was cool to walk around campus. You know, like, I wasn't a college student. I kind of secretly wanted to be, but I didn't have any money. Anyway, <laughs> so I went to meet him one day, and this woman comes up to me, and she's just like, oh, my God, we're looking for models. <laughs> And I'm like, like me, me? <laughs> a little old me. And so I was just like, oh my god, yeah. She's like, we're looking for hair models. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna give you. You're gonna come to Bumble and Bumble Salon. And I mean, mind you, up until that point, my haircuts were either my friends cutting it or going to the lemon tree. <laughs> so, so much of the lemon tree. <laughs> so for those of you who didn't have lemon tree growing up, it's like cheap chain hair salon. And, like, I guess my my dad's kind of cheap. So I didn't even get a blowout at the end. I left with my hair wet. That was my childhood getting haircuts. But that's all good. So anyway, when I knew that I got to go to this, like, high-end salon for free as a model, she mm-hmm. thought that I was so pretty that I could be a model. Yes. And I was just like, oh, my God, yeah. So I went. Oh, oh. I didn't realize, like, yeah, you're getting it for free because this person is a student. Yes. You know? So that's the trick. It's a trick. Yeah. So I went, this guy cut my hair, we discussed it a little, and all I said was that I just wanted it to be long enough that I could still put it in a ponytail. Well, he left it long enough just in the front. I essentially had a backwards fucking mullet. <laughs> it was so it was a backwards mullet. bad. Oh my I had God. no hair in the front and just like these two fangs. <laughs> Imagine that. You had like the undercut, like the middle. But it was very bad. And the front was so long. I was like, does he think when I look in the mirror, I'll just think it's long still because the front is long? Like, right. I won't know. Yes. He then cut my cheek with the scissors, cut me. I was bleeding what? a lot. How, that's like how amateur. Fucking amateur, amateur hour. That is amateur hour. They shouldn't be that close to your face ever. It was horrifying. And Did just you- like I was already embarrassed because I had this horrible haircut and then I had a bleeding face. So did you know, did you look in the mirror as he's cutting it, were you facing? No, I don't think so. So when he swung you around and he was like, she's gorgeous. What was your reaction? (laughs) (laughs) They also took photos of me and I had to act like I was okay and I wasn't okay. So, okay, 
But you saw the picture before they showed you the photos? Before they took the photos. I saw it, yeah. You knew that it was fucked up. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> and there were other girls there getting their hair cut and it looked really good, like oh. funky and cool. I also wasn't funky enough. Mm. You know, like, yeah, I was wearing Converse sneakers, but like in skinny jeans, but not. No, no. right. That's cool for like Long Island, Westchester. Yeah. You, you in New York now. It was so bad. He probably knew. He probably saw you and was like, that bitch ain't from here. She's going to say yes. <laughs> it was bad. I hope, I wonder if any of you have dealt with this. Write in and tell us because I can't be the only one who fell for that, right? No, certainly not. And you know not because I after. be a model. So when we were in aesthetic school and then you had to go, start going out looking for models for whatever. Yeah, they didn't do that at my school. I went to no? the Bobo school <laughs> of aesthetics. We only worked on each other. I got like five facials a week. Yeah, no, we did too, but. No, for... but we didn't have anyone else. All right, fair enough. Well, it happened to me too. And I've told you this story so many times. But it's so but like in a different way. What's <laughs> the same story? Are you going to tell yours or are you going to save it? No, I'll, should I save it? Should we just do one at a time? Yeah, I'll save it. Okay, we'll save I it. I know there was a lot for you guys to take in, so I think that's all for today. Yes, they can't, they clearly can't have Got my face cut more. open and then I had this horrible, oh, and I had little bangs. Little bangs. Tiny Ish. bangs? You didn't tell me about the tiny bangs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I cut. I wound up like a week later. I cut the two long front yeah, pieces. My stepmom was just like, "What is that haircut?" <laughs> when I went to go see my parents, they're like, "God, this girl moves to the city. She gets a nose ring and an awful haircut." I know. I love that. Like you still try. I think she cut them off for me. I'm pretty sure she cut them off the for me. The first time I heard this story. Yeah, she, <laughs> she cut them off for me because she was just like, the fuck is happening here? And then I dyed my hair really dark because I thought that would help and it didn't. What a no. mess. I was a mess oh, at 19. We all were. Yeah, but I really was a mess. Like, that was scary. I think, dude, it's fine. When you move to New York and you're 19, you are just trying to be cool. You're just yeah. You're either cool or you're trying to be cool. Totally. And you know what? It kind of went with the theme of like, the way I moved out of my parents' house was I literally put all of my shit into two big black garbage bags. <laughs> I had $1,500 in my bank account. My boyfriend and his friend picked us up in his, the, the friend's van. Yes. And that was like, bye-bye Long Island. Like, that was it. So I honestly, I feel like it all just flows yeah. together nicely. And now here I am. I love that. A semi-normal person. Living an alternative lifestyle, according to my stepmom. <laughs> I live an alternative lifestyle. She doesn't. She's just regular. That's what's so funny about it. I think I'm just regular. She's We're regular. regular. I'm regular here. We're regular here. We're regular girls that live in Brook in Williamsburg. Yeah. Yeah. We like used clothes. Totally. Mm. Anyway, Alternative hope you guys style. enjoyed that. Oh God, send us all of your stories. I have several written down here. I guess I'm saving them for next time. Because, like, I'm also going to have to tell you guys about my very first job. So probably oh around God. that time, right around that time of me getting this haircut. My first job working in the city, it was not legal. Yeah. I was like an illegal massage therapist. Nope, we'll talk about that next time. (laughs) So guys, now it's time for your letters, your hey ladies. Hey ladies! You guys send us in your fuckery and we get to read it back to you. And this is my absolute favorite part because I knew that we weren't the only two freaks out there. I knew it. And you know how I know? Because these listening numbers keep going up. I'm like, oh, these yeah. bitches like it. Because they, they know that they are us. And we see you. <laughs> so now we're being rewarded because y'all bitches are writing us in with your crazy stories. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so excited. Are you going to read this one? You can yes. read it. So okay. this was sent to us from Mary on Instagram, and I started to read this out loud, and I fucking, I was starting we to We didn't finish, so because we, we were finish. like, we want to experience it together, together on as the a group. All together, we are going to experience this. It's going to be so great. Also, when I was reading it, I realized I don't know anything about, like, uh, hookup language, because a bitch has been with her man for, like, 12 oh years. Oh, my God. So you guys probably know what stumble. FWB is. And I was like, what's FWB? But I was like, what does that mean? I'm like, friends of benefits. I'm like, Even my old married ass knew. Right? Okay, so, hey ladies. Hey ladies! I just remembered I owe you a message about the dick cup. So, I've never had a dick cup in my bathroom that I know of, (laughs) but it reminded me of something I used to do in grad school. I had a friend with benefits who basically lived between the school campus and my place. So when I was working late at school, I would often hit him up to see if he wanted to come over after. And, well, in grad school, I didn't have time to shower every day. But I did keep myself hydrated, so I usually had a water bottle, like from a vending machine. (laughs) On nights 
when I was going to my friend with benefits place, I got into the habit of, before I left school, finding a private single person bathroom and using my water bottle to <laughs> um, freshen up. <laughs> it works super well to wash yourself while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I would, I need to read this part. Okay. I would use a little hand soap and rinse really well so I would be fresh as a daisy before heading out. I'm thinking about like the bush I have right now and if I put like soap on it and didn't have a shower I would like, to never really rinse. rinse it, I it would, would just have a foamy <laughs> It'd be so stingy the whole ride over. And you'd have to go back to the bathroom once you got there to like lift a leg up and just really get A little bird there. bath. <laughs> Wow. Okay, that's not even the whole of the story, girls. Oh it goes God. on. I didn't really keep a specific bottle on me for that purpose, but I would use whatever bottle I had on <laughs> hand. So resourceful, it's sustainable. This is sustainability at its finest. I love how deep this story Not even goes. using wipes, you know, because those are bad for the environment. Right, she exactly. was like, nope. Nope. And not even reusing the same water bottle. She'd use whatever <laughs> bottle she had on hand, rinse it out, and put it in, and then put it in the recycling <laughs> bin on my way out. Because that bitch cares about the planet. She is us. So I kind of understand wanting that easy way to wash up when you aren't going to take the time to shower. Sure, I was at school, but my place wasn't far from his. But I still wasn't going to take the effort to take a full shower. <laughs> She's like, this is just a friends with benefit. Unless you want to put a ring on it. I don't, right? You don't get me fully showered. You get the bird bath, bitch. That's <laughs> 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 so good. Oh, my God. This. That's awesome. Slash that's nasty. But <laughs> Wait, this reminded me of something. <laughs> Tell it. I was once... Going, I must have been traveling somewhere to see a guy that I knew I was going to sleep with. And that this was before I waxed my vagina and I would just like trim it. Mm-hmm. I remember I was leaving straight from work to go see him. So I bought scissors, little <laughs> crap scissors to trim my vagina. Like where? On the subway platform? <laughs> I guess when I got to his place, I was leaving things to the last minute. Super last minute. But that was a little memory. That's so funny because it's only all over his bathroom. Exactly. It's not even all over his bathroom, all over his tongue, all over like <laughs> everywhere. Like it's just like little few pieces everywhere. The things we do for love. Oh, that wasn't love. That was for the D. <laughs> the things we do for the D. <laughs> things we do for schlongs. For the schlongs. Oh my god. But again, find us on Instagram. Find us on at Trubity Brooklyn Podcast. Email yes, us at Trubity Brooklyn Podcast at Gmail. Totally. And we are in phase three of New York City's opening. We are we're open. here, dudes. Yeah, we, yeah. Our books are open. We're already getting filled up, which is cool. What is with you guys not wanting to come on Wednesday? Every day is on Wednesdays because we're not here on the weekends anymore. Bitches yeah. got to have a life. Mm-hmm. COVID taught me that one thing. Bitches got to have a life. COVID was like, you need a weekend. An actual Seriously. real person weekend. So give us some claps for having our first real weekends ever but my boyfriend's already seriously like, though off monday instead Aww. anyway i know it's cute so also we should mention that we offer in-home services within williamsburg and greenpoint we are thinking about coming to the city so if you're a fan and you want us to come to the city we will think about it but we can't guarantee yes. anything also unfortunately facials aren't included in phase three which is why we're trying to push these virtual consultations so much because we know that we're not sure when we can actually see you guys and give you proper treatments again so we want to make sure that you have the right products the right knowledge all of this stuff so that you can be bomb under your masks working from home whatever is going on we just want to make sure that you're feeling good even if nobody sees you you can look in the mirror and say that's that bitch yes you're welcome. That's that bitch. That's that bitch. My favorite thing to say. My least favorite thing is, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so we have some really fucking exciting news to announce. And we kind of still can't because we're waiting to, like, you know, dot all the T's, cross all the I's. I know. My teacher used to say that to trip us up. We got some paperwork to sign. But we are really, really, really thrilled to be working with some awesome fucking brand partnerships. Are we badass or what? Getting jobs? During a huge um, yes. economic crisis, totally. which I'm very sad about, but we at least are thriving and hopefully if we're making money, we can support other companies by spending our money there. Totally. That's what I, that's what I hope, right? That's a hundred percent. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm no good without any money. I need like to be able to help everybody in this yeah. country. Unfortunately, the poor are penalized. So we're trying to make some money so we can like spend it on all of you guys. Spend, spend it, it, donate it, spend it, donate it. All that shit. Save it. 
Oh yeah. Saving it's pretty important. important. So I'll do that too. Gotta do that too. So that's it, dudes. We've that's got it. some really awesome guests upcoming. Like the more we do this, the more we just are introduced to like so many incredible women that have such incredible stories mm -hmm. that they like want to talk to us for some reason. I don't know. I guess it's because we're fun. We're fun. <laughs> we can't wait to share their stories with you guys. So until then, see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.